Prayer and the pledge. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together today to do your will with regard to the city. Let us act faithfully and justly. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Here. Mr. Bronner. Here. Mr. Bishop. Here. Here. Sorry. <laughs> Someone's excited to be back. Mr. Boehner. Here. <laughs> Mr. Tommen. Here. Mrs. Kroger. Here. Mrs. Edichico. Here. Seven present. We have a quorum for business and a quorum for legislation. I'll just remind Mr. Boehner. You answered. <laughs> you answered for Mr. Bishop. <laughs> So don't give me any hard time if I confuse it to you. All right, moving on. Approval of minutes. Um, we have the June 20th legislative and, Ju and July 3rd special meetings. Uh, we can do these together or separately as you see fit. Mr. Ms. President, I got, I got a question, uh, possibly since the mayor's not here. Um, I don't know how in the world the uh, you guys voted on a uh, first reading on the budget last last week uh, in the minutes from the June 20th meeting. Uh, I made the motion, second by Katie, to add a special meeting on Monday, July 3rd at 7.30 p.m. for the purpose of voting on the DORA resolution. Now, unless the, the meeting was advertised differently, there's no way in the world you should have been allowed to vote on or read the budget first reading last week. That'd be a violation of the open meetings law. Oh, excellent point. So I don't know how it was advertised. Does anyone have a copy of that? I do not. And I had actually directed a question to the law director on the floor at the meeting that are we allowed to do that? And uh, according to the law director, he did not see any issue with it. I remember that conversation. Now, the, the, the only problem I see is according to rules, the mayor can also call a special council meeting. So the mayor had to have something in the advertising to go out that will allow that. Now, sometimes the advertisement would go out as, uh, to have a special meeting to, read, to vote on the door resolution and any other business to come up for council. That captures all that. Captures all that. That's why I don't know what was sent out. So. Maybe we'll have to ask Bo and Patrick next week if they're here to find, find that out. But. Okay, so what's your resolution for the situation well, tonight? I, I don't think we ought to vote on either one of these minutes until we get a uh, an answer about how the meeting was advertised. Well, the July 3rd is the only one that's in question. Can the July 20th be adopted? You're right. The 20th is not in question. You're right. I make a motion that we adopt the or approve the June 20th minutes as distributed. Second. That's Mrs. Kroger. A motion by Mr. Powell, seconded by Mrs. Kroger to approve the minutes from the June 20th meeting. We'll just do a voice vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? All right. Okay, so we have tonight next on the agenda public hearing regarding the 2024 city budget and I'm calling that starting right now at 733 so <clears throat> at this point 
We'll ask for participation from the audience. There's exactly one person in an audience room full of, uh, is it still 45 chairs? Somewhere in that range. Mr. Gertz, would you like to speak on it? Okay, then we'll skip that part of it. So at this point we have reading of communications regarding the budget. We have none of those. Not a whole lot to discuss. So I'm going to open it up kind of a, as a as a committee of the whole discussion. Well, I think there's there's some uh, an email from Chris Smith. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's for that's the not regular budget though meeting. We all got a, another letter from Carol, and I can't pronounce the last name about fireworks. Okay, that'll be in the regular session, not okay, not, a, session. not in the uh, okay. in the public hearing portion. Okay, so. Mr. Bronner, your finance committee chairman, yes? Yes, sir. Please elucidate. Uh, there, there's really been no, no questions as far as, uh, you know, from the residents or from the council members, but um, taxes, local government fund projected to be relatively flat. And just going over some notes here real quickly, if, if you'd like to. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Hang on there. Um, uh, and charges for services, and we're just going down through the uh, general fund revenue portion of the budget. Uh, they include park, truck rentals, cable, tower fees, pool revenue, revenue received from providing police, fire, paramedic services to Arlington and Amberley. It's a conservative estimate for this revenue. Uh, the fines, licenses, permits, the majority from Mayor's Court, but also includes building and zoning permits, uh, budget a slight increase. Uh, transfers, projecting increase from 2023 to 2024, but decrease from 2022. This is a result of much more being transferred in 2022 than in 2021. Average of those two years was 7 million and 2023 to 2024 reflects increases over that number. Other sources of income, trash and recycling. In 2020 and 2021, we received refunds from Bureau of Workers' Compensation. During the COVID, those were one-time sources. Then under the uh, general fund expenditures, overall budgeted increase is 2.85% for 2024. 65% of the overall general fund budget is for police and fire department. General government operations dropped from 2022 due to several one-time operational expenditures. Health insurance increase only 35,000 to 40,000 due to being self-insured group. Had we been on our own, our, our increase would have been two to four times that amount. Uh, workers' comp premiums have decreased due to healthier, less injured workforce. And uh, then to the non-general fund, uh, street maintenance, revenues and expenses increased in the past several years due to revenue increases associated with the state gas tax increase. Some salaries, road expenses, capital expenses related to road maintenance. State Highway Gas Tax Reading Road is utilized for road salt. Uh, tax 2% earnings tax, primary source of money for the general fund. The stadium fund still has over $100,000 in it going back several years. Motor vehicle license, license fees mostly used for road engineering. Streets and curbs, revenue tied to the earning tax, used for road loans and city match on road grants. 
COVID relief, the money's from the federal government, and it was discussed at our meeting that that money can pretty much be spent on just about anything at this point. Uh, 340 fund revenue from property tax. Uh, use funds for police cruisers, streetscape bond, uh, that's the Reading Road streetscape bond, which you ha we have our last payment here in 2023. Approximately $150,000 is what that payment is yearly will open up and uh, can use for annual repayment on loan for capital city projects. Fire EMS fund, paramedic transports, funds purchase of fire EMS department major capital needs. Municipal road fund, the county road grant, Furman is next. Uh, engineering is ongoing. A water fund, water department operations, sewer disposals, MSD. Sewer service fee, 7% fee for collecting MSD charge. And uh, under other, the only outstanding loan is for road and water meter combo. Pay for these from water department, streets and curbs, and street maintenance. And that's some notes regarding the budget. Okay. Any questions for Mr. Bronner? I mean, it's oversimplified, but it simply looked to me that our revenue stream is growing faster than our expenses. It appears so, yes. So reflecting a conservative An financial approach. revenue and known expenses. It's always a difficult thing, but, but yes, that's, that's the way it appears for sure. And we're paying off a, a, a big 20-year uh, street, streetscape loan here this year, so that's going to be an interesting thing too. So, What would everybody's thoughts be on finding a way to better fund the, the retirement fund? Uh, it's... Uh, I think an, a serious un, underfunded liability that we have on the books as people go to retire, we don't necessarily have the money in the fund to, to pay. So I think it would be good to take a serious look at how we can fund that and get it up to a respectable level. So as these retirements happen, that we're not scrambling in the future. Yeah. So that would be something that I think we, we need to take a serious look at. Uh, Dave, I, I had some ideas on that, but uh, it was a little premature to talk about that before we had the budget finalized. But my idea was to take a million dollars and put it in the growth fund, take it out of the general fund, earnings tax fund, and put five, put another 500000 into the 340 capital fund out of the earnings tax fund, and then take all the money out of the COVID fund, put it in the 340 capital fund. Uh, the $1 million in the growth fund is money that can't be spent uh, unless you have an ordinance of council. That's where we typically have put money aside year to year. Well, there's a whole lot of money in it because we don't put a whole lot of money. we got money to put in it this year. We ought to put it in there. That's where we could utilize some of our retires and we could easily transfer money out of the growth fund. Uh, but uh, those are some ideas that I was waiting until after we passed the budget and then talk to Andy and the committee about some of my ideas about that. Okay. Uh, is that an easy thing to do after the budget's passed? Yes. Okay. Because it doesn't affect the 2024 budget. Okay. I got a question. Can, can I get a copy of the original Excel spreadsheet? Because this thing printed all wonky goofy. <laughs> this is horrible. Really hard to follow. Okay, I didn't, I didn't generate the original, but uh, uh, it's a Xerox scan, so it's really hard to 
Really hard to keep track of. Okay. Prints portrait on one page, landscape on the next. It's cut and divided. Yeah, it was fine in the email, but mine printed off. It, it, did. it, it didn't. Really, mine yeah. printed off just right. I don't know why that happened. Yeah, mine, mine did the same yeah. thing. So. Really? Okay. Yeah, we can have it recent. Sure. That'd be great. Absolutely. Any other questions, comments, discussion on the budget? Okay, is there any reason to continue this portion of the meeting? No. Okay, we will close this portion of the meeting at 7.42. So that's it regarding the budget. And we'll move on to the regular session. So audience asking for participation. Still no, okay, that makes it easy. Uh, we have reading of communications, one from Chris Smith. Dear Reading City Council and Administration, while the prospect of Adora coming to Reading has drawn a buzz around town and something many more are looking forward to, I understand that we failed, again, to get legislation passed allowing Dora to move forward. While I am not an expert on city laws, I have grown to understand that it was not passed due to a technicality of the Dora map. While I get the need to do things the right way, I also don't understand how this has been in discussion for over a year, and when it comes to vote, we still can't get this across the finish line. Meanwhile, less than five miles away, we have the city of Blue Ash showing us how to get <clears throat> something done. I understand that they have certain advantages that Reading does not. Both administrations and councils are running a city but they might as well be on different planet when it comes to their ability to push things, both innovative and mundane, forward compared to Reading. While Reading has discussed and debated Adora for a number of months, Blue Ash established Adora at Summit Park last spring in an efficient manner. As a result, and a commitment to keep their residents and Reading residents expendable income in Blue Ash, they recently voted to bring Madtree in and acting as a quasi-investor in the new Blue Ash location. So not only will Blue Ash have a Dora for over a year, they will also be welcoming in one of the premier breweries in Cincinnati. Could Reading have landed a second Madtree location? Probably not based on what Madtree was looking for. However, it illustrates the point that while Reading hems and haws on technicalities, there are municipalities next door that beat us to the punch every time and take our expendable income while they're at it. Blue Ash attracted Madtree in part because they gave them a form of financing from the city. When I heard the details, my reaction was that it was innovative, aggressive, and forward-thinking. They got a great brewery to come in, which will then also serve as a revenue stream due to the financing agreement for the next 20 years or more. We chase tails for 2% income tax while they chase innovation to the benefit of their residents. Reading may pass Adora unless, God forbid, another technicality is found, but will it actually be able to produce investment from outside restaurants and breweries that will bring non-bridal district patrons into Reading? I have my doubts. If Reading had the potential for a deal with Rheingeist, 50 West, 
or any other big local breweries like Blue Ash, my prediction would be that it wouldn't even get us off the launch pad. The administration and council would either panic about not having a grant for it, question as to if we could just use these funds to beep up the new business park even more, cite arcane city codes from the 1980s, or would think that people in the city don't want it. I'm here to tell you that many would love having a brewery come in. This all goes to say that inaction in Reading creates an opportunity for others. When it comes to actually pursuing investments that the modern family wants, Reading continues to fail to get it done. Adora will help. I won't argue that. However, it will take more investment directly from the city in attracting the idea <clears throat> in attracting idea breweries and unique restaurant concepts to bring them to Reading. Blue Ash I've already covered, but Wyoming is creating a re-envisioned community green space. Finneytown Spring Springfield Township is about to bring a renaissance of sorts and, and on I can go. If, and it's a big if, Reading could actually attract a premier brewery or restaurant concept to somewhere on Reading Road, is McCluskey for sale? then I believe you would see investments come to redevelop some of the dilapidated properties nearby. This has occurred in countless communities near Reading, and I'm hoping at some point we get to experience the same benefits. If Reading is to truly rebrand itself in a way that will actually attract, attract young professionals and families that want something more in their community besides a decent school and moderately priced home, then council and administration will need to seriously reconsider its approach and have a true focus on bringing in the amenities that our current residents want and that and that potential residents are demanding or we can keep getting up getting hung up on technicalities allowing someone to have a mimosa on benson street the choice is ours best regards chris smith okay so we have two people wanting to respond to that mr powell was first Go ahead. I'd like to take an opportunity to uh, thank Mr. Smith for the letter and the comments, but I, I do feel uh, his con some of his comments were premature. Uh, we are required to have three readings unless the rule was read. The issue was brought up at the second reading. I think it's all of our responsibilities to take questions seriously, look into them, Approach, uh, approach and discuss with the appropriate officials. Therefore, when it finally comes time to have our vote, uh, we can make an informed decision on behalf of the residents. Uh, accusations based on a, uh, a second reading of an ordinance, that's, that's a little premature on that. Uh, but like I said, your, your comments are well taken about the need for economic development, and we will work towards trying to accomplish something in the future with that hopefully this door can be the st a spark that could could get a fire going so to speak so forget miss uh yeah i just wanted to kind of piggyback off what dave said and also i do want to say that we did pass this um and this was received before our final vote on it so i do want to put that out there for everyone watching that it did pass and it is up at the state um so far so good with the review from the state um, and I have actually, I've been in contact with Linda a lot about this, about the possibility of economic development as far as Dora goes, and there is some interest. I've actually had a couple people contact myself about uh, breweries and an interest in coming to Reading. So, um, 
Yeah, it is something that we do need to work with the administration on, and uh, but they are well aware. Uh, Linda is well aware of the impact this could have. I think that's why she fought so hard for it. And um, like I said, we there's ideas there. It's it's a process, but yeah, as, like Dave said, hopefully this is the catalyst that'll spur that development. And I want to piggyback off Katie. What people don't understand is. When you're comparing Reading to Blue Ash, you're not comparing apples to apples. Blue Ash has a lot more income than what we do. They're capable of doing more things than we can. Um, and space. And space, correct. I think the the seven of us here now are, are doing what we can with what we've got. Um, I think we've got a great team here. I think we're, we're all, our vision is all the same. Um, but yeah, to, to compare us to Blue Ash, is, it's really not fair. All right, Mr. Boehner first. I, I, I'd like to, to take your, your comments one step further, Shelley. Uh, what a lot of people don't understand is Summit Park is heavily, heavily incentivized by Bluish. Those restaurants aren't there just for, to make money. They're getting paid a lot of money by Bluish to be there, and especially Madtree. Most of them don't pay much rent, uh, but they get a lot of money from Bluish to show up and open their business up on Summit Park. And that's why <clears throat> they have a lot of activities there at Bluish, because Bluish wants those companies there to provide for the people they're bringing in there. Mr. Bishop. Thank you, Mr. President. I know uh, some people feel like we haven't, uh, um, like the uh, um, Reading hasn't made a lot of progress, but a lot of things are in the works. And uh, when we look at a couple of things that are going on with the uh, the trail coming through, I mean, that's still a few years out, but it's going to come through, and it's going to come through toward Benson Street uh, at the end of the Bridal District. Uh, we're also looking at the relocation of I-75 eventually. might be 10 years out, but it's going to happen, and the bridge will eventually come down, uh, from what our understanding is, the, the 75 bridge, not the Reading-Lachlan bridge, because <laughs> there has been that mistake already. Um, and, uh, you know, there's been some development over on the other side of the bridge with the, the new ice cream shop. Um, and, uh, and I think uh, these, these broader projects are going to bring more interest to the end of Benson Street that is not really that developed right now, um, the, old, the older section past uh, Benson's Tavern. So I think uh, um, there's other things in the works in different parts of Reading right now with Council. And uh, I look forward to seeing where those, how those come into play. But a lot of it might take a few years. Yeah, another thing, Mr. President, is, um, you know, up and down Reading Road, you, you cannot force property owners to sell their properties. You know, I mean, if they don't want to sell, they're, they're not going to sell. It's also equally as hard to force them to invest and fix them up. Uh, and we recently had a, a deal that fell through to try to purchase some property. So, you know, that's, a, that's just another aspect to look at. And the rules and regulations for government are in place to keep us from making rash decisions or irresponsible decisions. So sometimes it's frustrating, but it's inherently slow um, so that everything is in, a, in order. So frustration, I think we all feel it. We want to accomplish a lot more things, but we are limited by land, finances, and the laws we need to follow. I'm going to piggyback on one thing Mrs. Edichico said. Believe it or not, 20 years ago, which is why that loan's being paid off this year, 
another council had an opportunity to do something with Benson Street and it eventually became the bridal district so you may be quite right about the Dora mm -hmm. being that spark that makes things happen I really do hope it works yeah so with that said any other further comments on the subject All right moving on to the other email This is a letter from Carol Ant Antonucci. I write to you for myself and many other residents who have the same problem I do, fireworks. We have suffered through this for years, with many residents starting fireworks between 2 and 3 in the afternoon and continuing nonstop until 1 or 2 in the morning, day after day for a week or more. These are not small ones that I'm referring to, but very large and very loud ones. I understand that Ohio law limits the time for fireworks to certain days and times, which some folks have violated in the extreme, and herein lie some of the problems. Residents who have PTSD and have to relive their worst nightmares, newborns and very young who are frightened by these sudden and loud noises, which means their parents are also kept up all night, the ill and very old who uh, already have trouble sleeping, the thousands who have to get up early to go to work with only two or three hours of sleep, and the countless animals who are terrified. Because, uh, because, of, because of their fear, they will not go outside, which poses quite a problem for the owners. Thunder shirts and medications work for a while, but you cannot keep them drugged and wrapped up in 90 degree weather <clears throat> for days at a time. All of these issues are imposed on a great portion of our population so that some can make things go boom. All those of us who fit into at least one category, my family can claim three of them, look to you to help for resolving, with, resolving this with fairness to all residents. With this letter, I feel there is ample time to come up with a solution before we have to endure this again next year. Perhaps a notice in several newspapers prior to the 4th, reminding everyone of the hours fireworks are allowed, adding a fine to those who break the law, with increasing amounts for second, third, etc. offenses that are substantial enough to deter repeaters. I am sure your department would also have many ideas on how to handle this. I look forward to hearing back from you on this issue. Thank you for your time and attention. Respectfully, Carol Antonucci. Mr. Bader. Uh, Mr. President, I'd recommend uh, this go to Kate, uh, Kelly's, Shelley's com committee because of safety. I mean, I agree with her. We all live uh, throughout Reading. We have people that want to outdo one another with fireworks. Uh, mine wasn't as bad this year as it has been, but, you know, maybe having them off in the afternoon between 2 and 8 would solve that problem because I think after eight o'clock you start running the problems. Uh, that, may not, that may not work for everybody, but you know, that's fine. Go off to the hills of Kentucky or Indiana somewhere and shoot off whatever you want, you know, but not in a residential area. Um, just to kind of go off that, uh, we did talk to the chief earlier before the meeting and uh, he did remind us that while Ohio's laws have changed, um, I believe legalizing some of the fireworks. Um, Reading's has not. The state did leave it up to the municipalities. So Reading never did change their law. So they still are technically not allowed within the city limits. So. And he also said that um, while they try to keep up with it, they're giving people tool, 
11 o'clock, which is reasonable time. Um, but I, for one, I totally agree with her because I have a dog that's terrified and it's horrible the whole week. Um, but like Katie said, we did speak with, with Chief and there are rules in place and they they did enforce them. And it was a lot less this year than it has been in yeah. previous years. But I, I think the, the point she makes here is getting the, the uh, information out into the newsletters mm -hmm. starting early next year would be beneficial to people. Whatever whatever rules you get there, they're going to enforce, and whatever fines there are, because you know in my neighborhood, sometimes they start a month early, sometimes they start a week early. You know, it's all over the map. Yeah, I was going to say down by it, us, it's usually Memorial Day, Labor the, Day. The one gentleman over in northern Kentucky died mm -hmm. because he had commercial uh, fireworks and did not light it. He went to light it, and that was it. He was gone. So we have a motion by Mr. Boehner to uh, send this for a reference to the safety committee. Is there a second? Second. Second by Mr. Powell. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. Senior I'll committee. make a motion to accept and file both communications. Second. Right. Ooh, that was a tie. I'll give it to him. Are you sure? Okay, hold on. Okay, so we have a motion by Mrs. Chico, second by Mr. Bronner to receive and file the two communications. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay, motion carries. Moving on to guest administrative official reports. We have nobody here. Uh, does anybody have any reports for them that need to be read? I've got something real short. Um, it's in the, in the paper on Sunday, Standard Textile uh, announced that they selected as a 2023 U.S. Best Managed Company, and that's sponsored by Deloitte Private and the Wall Street Journal. The program recognizes outstanding U.S. private companies and the achievements of their management team. So it's another big win for Standard Textile. They, they do a great nice. job. Okay, Mr. Bronner, did you? Have uh, yes, I do have the uh, I have the uh, Treasurer's report, abbreviated as it may be. For okay, so let's let's pause there. Uh, we'll get back to you. Okay, so nothing for the mayor. No. All right, nothing for safety service director? No. Nothing for law director? No. Treasurer? Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, from the treasurer, she states that overall she's very happy with the numbers. Due to some of the extraordinary payments in 2022, she's thinking that we are going to be looking at the large negatives in the business profits column all year. Taking those out, we are much more in line. And then the numbers are... The individual residence income taxes and all these numbers are for the month of June uh, received was 117,960 uh, which is up 10.2 percent from 2022 the payroll withholding income taxes was 475,836 dollars received in the month of June which is also up 1.2% from 2022. And this is the business profits income taxes that she was referring to in her email. Received in the month of June for 2023 was $136,640, which is down 65.8% from 2022. Then the total income taxes collected month of June 2023 is $730, 
$730,000 in $436. And that's down 25.2% for a yearly total $4,754,121, which is down from 2022, 9.2%. That is all, Mr. President. Very good. Uh, One so, uh, comment on that. If, if you throw out 22 and go back to 21, uh, looking at that, we're still in total income taxes collected over this point in 21. We would still be up what is that, 140000 yeah. roughly, over over top of that. 22 is really an outlier because of the extraordinary business profit income taxes receipts that we had that year. So, you know, comparing it back to what would be more of a, a regular year, um, yeah, it looks like we're, you know, experience uh, slow growth. So. Yeah. Comments, questions? All right. Anybody have the auditor's report and wants to read it? I know we got it in email, but did anybody want to take a stab at reading that? Okay, we'll include it in the minutes, right? Did she for the auditor? I don't think she we sent didn't one. Have I think she just sent the financial reports that she sends. Okay. So no report time. All right, moving on. Uh, Council committee reports. Finance, Mr. Bronner. Thank you, Mr. President. A finance committee met on June 20th to review the proposed 2024 budget. After discussion, the committee recommended the budget ordinance be sent to full council for review and approval. Also, with this being the last year of repayment for the Reading Road Streetscape project, which we've discussed a couple times earlier in the meeting, approximately $150,000 will soon be available yearly for repayment of a new capital improvement project loan. This would allow us to borrow approximately $1 million and that would be over 10 years. Council should prioritize capital needs and commit to moving forward with one or more projects in the coming year. And also at this time, while I have the floor, I would like to uh, extend my condolences to the family of Joanne Korsmeyer, a longtime Reading resident, a family friend, and a neighbor. Uh, she passed away last night. Wow. That's all, Mr. President. Thank you. Utilities, lands, and buildings, Mr. Bishop. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, I just want to report on the uh, the number of viewers we had in the uh, June 20th meeting and, and last week's uh, special meeting. Uh, we had um, 42 and 14 at the uh, at the last meeting on live viewers. Um, audio listeners, we had 82 on the 20th and 73 on the third for the special meeting. YouTube viewers, we had 21 on this 20th and 39 on the third. Any questions? That's all. Moving on. Okay, zoning planning environment, Mr. Powell. I have no formal report this evening. Laws and contracts, Mrs. Edichico. Thank you, Mr. President. I have no report this evening. Public health and safety, Mrs. Kroger. Thank you, Mr. President. Our run counts for the month of June for the police department. Total call or calls of service, we had 1,122. There were 20 auto accidents. 97 booking of original charges and total criminal charges was 124. Uh, total citations was 149. Um, EMS and fire runs for June. Uh, EMS responses was 197 and fire responses were 54 for a total of 251. 
Um, and then I have in the month of June, there were a lot of reports of theft. This is another reminder to lock your cars. There were OVIs, assault, traffic stops with drugs found, juveniles charged with breaking and entering at St. Peter and Paul Academy, and arrests for domestic violence. And then um, our members of the fire department played chair volleyball with the seniors at the field house. And the fire department's golf outing was a huge, huge success, and they would like to thank everyone for their support. Very good, thank you. Any questions, comments? All right, moving on. Service, Mr. Boehner. Uh, the only thing I have in service right now, and I don't have a Furman Road paving project is moving forward. Um, I don't know if a contract's been let yet or what the start date is. We'll hope to have that next week. We have a meeting next week, and I hope to have more information next week. Very good. Bob, you say we, got a, we have a meeting, a service committee? Sir, no. Regular Sir, council meeting? No, no, council oh, meeting. Okay. Council meeting checking on the 18th. Wanted to make sure. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I'm going to miss one. All right, recreation, Mr. Tomlin. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, we have a couple of events forthcoming at the pool. Uh, this Saturday, July 15th, will be our ladies' brunch from 10 a.m. to 11.45. Attendees can bring a dish to share or pay a $5 entry fee. Everyone must be 21 and older to attend. Uh, secondly, a week later, on July 22nd, we'll host an adult night at the pool beginning at 6.30 p.m. Uh, bring your own beverages. Non-members will be asked to pay a $5 entry fee to attend. Again, you must be 21 or older to attend. And lastly, on July 28th, we'll host our family fun night, which is for members only. It'll begin at 8 p.m. and run until 9.45. We'll have fun games and prizes for the kids. Uh, we'd love to have a big crowd for all of these fun activities, so please join us. That is all. Questions, comments? I'd just like to comment that the bleachers down at the park over the holiday, the new bleachers, uh, there was at least one section I noticed was installed. Um, is there is there more to come? Are they, yes, are they redoing the big ones? Or? They've been a nightmare to assemble. <laughs> That's what uh, so there'll be the grandstand is assembled at the garage. It'll nice. be replaced, um, and then the two at the softball field. I, I believe four out of the five have been assembled so far. But nice. yeah, they they look nice. They're safe. Mm -hmm. um, Trash cans, recycling cans, everything. I mean, that was yeah. The crew yeah. and everybody did a great job for the festival. And Absolutely, things are are looking up. Sure, sure. And less trash is able to make its way through the bleachers into the bottom of the bleachers. There you go. Easier clean. That was a good. That was a good thing. <laughs> Very good. All right. Anything else? All right. Moving on to other business. Does anyone have any other business they want to bring up? See none. Moving on. Legislative session. Reading of resolutions. A resolution approving the update of the solid waste management plan of the Hamilton County Solid Waste Management District. Discussion. Discussion. Um, it does not say in the title declare an emergency, but in section three it does um, recommend for it to be passed on emergency um, to comply with the uh, statutory provisions and to proceed with the solid waste management policies without delay in order um i don't know if we want to add that or if we want to wait until if this is something that can wait until our next meeting so what's the deadline that's the first question yeah. i think personally i'd like to have another reading on that i was going through the uh, paperwork and uh the 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 changes are, are very few except for a uh, section that they included on dei and uh, I'd like to maybe get some clarification on that. It looks like it's a, an unnecessary 
uh, section for you know what we're trying to do with the trash so but as far as the uh, keeping trash out of landfills parts was very good I wish they would include my concrete and brick debris I bury it oh, don't, don't do that <laughs> all right uh, so we're going with the first reading is that the sense of council yes all right moving on reading of ordinances uh, the following budget for the calendar year beginning January 1st 2024 has been adopted by council and is hereby submitted for consideration of the Hamilton County Budget Commission just a second reading is it a second reading that's a good question I'm thinking that maybe it isn't really if mr. Boehner's correct and whatever that advertisement was didn't include and other business that may some other catch-all phrase uh, if it didn't include we need to find that out just to cover our bases I make a motion that we identify this as a first reading okay we have a motion on the floor by mr. Powell second second by mr. Bishop to declare this one the first reading yeah I think it's also good to note that I think Patrick told us that as long as we had this passed by the 18th they'd have plenty of time to get down to the county by the 20th which is the deadline so it's not we'd have to suspend the rules next week okay and I think well, it's, it's one beneficial to have yeah we would have to have a special hand by you know, yeah okay so we have a motion on the floor by mr. Powell second by mr. Bishop to declare this reading the first reading all right uh, we'll do a roll call on this mr. Powell yes mr. Bronner yes mr. Bishop yes mr. Boehner yes uh, mr. Tomlin yes mrs. Kroger yes mrs. Edichico yes seven yes the motion carries this is the first reading not the second of course you guys know how to suspend the rules next time so good cleanup call do we need to schedule a special meeting to pass this by the 18th no no we can we, we have a meeting on the 18th the 18th is a, a regular right. meeting yeah because of the holiday yeah we could suspend the rules now of the second and third you reading we could but you really don't want to you want Let's people to be able to you, you know my position on readings I want to see all three readings and then if nobody says anything then that, that was the original effort so okay so thank you for that do appreciate it all right okay. next ordinance <clears throat> an ordinance authorizing the city of Reading to enter into a natural gas aggregation agreement with a natural gas supplier as recommended by Energy Alliances Incorporated provided that the accepted aggregation rate is below the current contracted rate at the time of execution for a period not to exceed 36 months in declaring an emergency discussion. We'll make a motion we suspend the rules quite a second third reading real quick I just wanted to explain the reason to suspend the rules because I did talk to Patrick about this um, and it is to lock in the rates um, and I don't have the numbers in front of me but it is a significant difference for the aggregation versus what they're predicting the rates will be um, so I just wanted to explain that and I'm guessing we have a short window to get this done yes and, it's an it, opportunity yeah. to and if the opportunity presents itself for the lesser rate we want to be able to jump on it as soon as possible the second whereas in the res ordinance tells you what you need to know about 
we got we have to act as soon as as right. soon as it drops. We need to jump on it. The people out there in TV land haven't gotten a copy of it. I know. Well, that's why I was gonna I was gonna read the second. Whereas the community's energy education consultant Energy Alliance has indicated that due to the market's volatile pricing changes, the community should be prepared to immediately execute a natural gas aggregation agreement when the rate drops below the current contracted rate at the time of execution, not to exceed 36 months. Okay. I do have the numbers. I found them. Yeah. Um, Patrick said that we're hoping to get it locked in at a 0 0.6 to 0.7 range. We're currently at 0.839. So it is I thought I saw those numbers. I couldn't remember what they were. But I will also remind everybody back in March when we, I think it was March, we tried to do this. It fell through because we couldn't act quickly enough. I think that was electric, so, though, wasn't it? Was it the electric was, aggregation? Is this the gas? It's either electric. Yes. I, don't, I well, thought it was either, gas. Either, either or. It doesn't matter. The point is we didn't act fast enough, and sure. this is a way we can have that agility. Absolutely. Okay, so there's a motion on the floor by Mr. Boehner. Second. Second by Mr. Tomlin to suspend the rules requiring the second and third reading. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? I recuse myself. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tomlin? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Adichico? Yes. We have six yes. Move to adopt. Second. Ooh, that was a tie. <laughs> it's a Mrs. Kroger. So, motion by Mr. Bishop and second by Mr. No, Boehner. No, 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 no. Sorry. Second by Mr. Beehive. You know, you've got too many bees over here. you got to change some names. Um, it's the foreheads. I wrote down the right number, you know? All right. So, motion by Mr. Boehner, second by Mrs. Kroger to adopt the ordinance. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? I recuse myself. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tomman? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. Six yes. Ordinance carries. Ordinance number? 2023-26. Thank you. All right. So, again, for everybody in TV land who's watching this and doesn't know what recuse means, that means abstain for cause. Again, very properly exercised. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. If you want further information, come see me. All right, miscellaneous business. Is there anybody with miscellaneous business? Oh, we have two. You couldn't speak last time. Okay, ahead. briefly. Um, yeah, I just want to say that at the uh, the festival went really well this weekend. Um, uh, I worked on the uh, trash and recycling detail the whole time. Uh, anybody's willing to help if we got some help. Um, the uh, um, uh, we sorted recycling from the trash cans which uh, reduced the weight of the trash, but increased the amount of recycling again. Uh, we filled uh, both trucks. We actually had more recycling than we had trash. So. Big thanks to you and Mr. and Mrs. Ormond. Yeah, actually they were running the, uh, the inflatables. My wife actually helped out. Um, the, uh, but uh, they were running the inflatables at the whole time. Uh, they actually did help when they were on breaks uh, and came around and helped pick up around the, the festival. We had a couple other people help too occasionally. So that was great. Does see a hand over here. Is it Ms. Kroger? No. Really? Okay. Motion to adjourn. We have a motion to adjourn by Mr. Boehner. Second by Mr. Bronner, right? Sir. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? What did I say? Okay, that's it. Have a good night. We are adjourned. Yep.